What's up to our sidekicks and henchmen out there in the Geek Nation? You're listening to Gutter Talk. Gutter Talk! I'm Johnny Destructo, a.k.a. The Thwip Tribble, a.k.a. Jadles. Holla at your boy. This is Len, a.k.a. The Bat Tribble. And I'm Brandon, a.k.a. Inspector Space Time Tribble. What's up, y'all? Happy Halloween. Tomorrow, today? <laughs> you usually post them the night we record it. So tomorrow is Halloween. Halloween. Uh, my favorite of all of the uh, holidays. Is it really? It really is. It really yeah? Is. I'm already feeling a little... You know how your weekend's going great, and then Sunday night comes, and you're like, ah, oh, fuck, tomorrow's Monday, I gotta go to work. Mm-hmm. You just get those, like, Sunday night blues. Right. Sunday night scaries. Right. Well, uh, that's how I feel about Halloween. Like, Halloween's tomorrow, so it's... Oh, it's, I got two more days! Oh, my God, I just get a whole nother day. Because <laughs> it's not... Thursday is, is Halloween. Yeah. Look at me. Look at that. Today's I've doubled. I've just doubled... Oh, it is tomorrow. <laughs> Damn it, I just lost a day. So, <laughs> listen, I'm not good at the days of the week. So, we are here to talk about uh, comics and pop culture and all the things that keep us from truly living our lives. But first, we got letters. Well, first, where is here? Oh, do you mean 4327 Main Street? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that fun. scary place called <laughs> 4327 Main Street. Johnny Destructo's <laughs> Hero Complex. We got letters. Oh, we got letters. We got lots and lots and lots and lots of letters. letters. Christopher Goodnight says, Watchmen. I was really nervous about the new series based off that first trailer. I'm still not 100% into this new telling of the aftermath. King was decent. Tim Blake Nelson is always great. I felt they wasted Don Johnson. <laughs> if you want to see a really bad take on police slash African American relations, watch the most recent episode of Fox's 911. In it, Rockman Dunbar is pulled over in the middle of the night and him and his daughters are harassed. The dad is being manhandled outside the car. The son sits up in the back seat where he was sleeping and almost gets shot. There is much more to the story, but I felt it was handled very poorly and was wondering if Len and Brandon could give me their take on it. Because you're black, guys. Have you seen the, the thing? Fox's 911? Yeah. No, I, I've never heard of it. I religiously stay away from I that I haven't show. seen it. Yeah. So that's my take. I, I, I do not enjoy... <laughs> I've watched that show, show maybe 10 minutes of it over uh-huh. Tawana's shoulder, and I was like... Eh. Is it just a show about... Being is it just cops? No, well, it's cops and firefighters, and I think oh. it may, be, may either be like um, like uh, medical like oh, unit too. It's like the Chicago shows. Yeah, but it's all it's, it's all, all one, one show. Exactly. You 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 know what? You've just it's all the Chicago shows in one, and it's just oh like, wait a minute too much. I'm sorry. It's a procedural. It's fictional. It's fictional. Yes. Oh, I thought it was literally like. Oh, like there's a, like 911 calls, and you go out with. Oh the, no. no, that's cops. Right, that's what I was saying. Is yeah. it cops? Yeah. No, no. Oh, okay. No. That'd be interesting, though. As far as Smallville goes, yeah, I haven't seen every episode, though I did watch the finale when it originally aired. I think I made it through season five upon first watch, and then a couple of years ago, I made it to season six or so on Hulu. It got so bad slash boring that I stopped and never came back. The highlights of the show for me were Chloe. Kid Flash slash Impulse and Aquaman. Hey, did, what, didn't that one time the um, was it the Aquaman that was actually going to be a uh, yeah, yeah, it was on the show. Yeah, it was going to be with uh, Justin Hartley. Right, they just did like one pilot, uh, pilot, pilot, and then that was it. I feel like if the show had been about Superboy, aka Connell, instead of Clark, it would have been much better. 
Well, you're in luck. He was in an episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm digging Batwoman. Hey, look, it's Tommy Elliott, and he is a villain. Oh, spoilers. Oh. Tommy, okay. Tommy's in the show? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Also, if you go by the actors slash actresses actual ages, Tommy is 47. And presumably so is Bruce, while Kate is 33. I guess that works. Bruce would have been about 25 when Kate's mom died in the car crash and the sister disappeared, which was one of my bigger concerns. This all wins to my theory. Well, you can finish first. Or do you want Just me to keep going? Yeah. Okay. Um, my theory is Kevin Conroy is going to be Earth 1 Batman. Because they've announced he's Bruce Wayne, but they haven't announced which Earth. And everyone assumed, oh, he's too old to be the main universe. But now that we find out Batman's older, yeah. it seems possible to me. This is oh, a show okay. that had Lex Luthor's mom be played by a woman three years older than him. <laughs> oh. Also, while I know the character of Red Alice has been around for about ten years now, I think it's strange that there are two alive in one... Oh, I guess he means Alice. Mm. That there are two Alice in Wonderland-themed villains. Who are the other, Who's the other one? Matt Hatter. Ah, right. Not in the show, but right. Yeah, just in general. I don't that's think that point. that's. I don't think that that's. I always thought it was weird. I'm going to be honest. I mean, I didn't know about Alice before this show, but it seemed weird to me. It doesn't seem weird to me, especially um, one in comics. It doesn't seem weird because I think that the Mad Hatter has been so much of an also ran in Batman lore that you know. Yeah. People more or less sometimes forget him, or when they bring him in, it's just just for the gimmicks of the hat, as yeah. opposed to him being an Alice in Wonderland character, and then actually having Alice herself and turning her into a villain is kind of cool. And as far as in the world of the show, you haven't had the haven't had the Mad Hatter, yeah. So, yeah, it's all cool. Um, it's interesting that he points out. Tommy Elliott's age because that actually was a point that I brought up on my review of Batman. Do you mean your Patreon only reviews that could be found at patreon.com slash Black Tribbles. Oh, is that the one? Yes. I actually <laughs> I actually do a an entire rant oh. about the inclusion of Tommy Elliott in Batman. So when you were saying earlier that something happened in, in episode three that made you mad and you did a rant about it but you didn't want to spoil it for me, was it Tommy Elliott? Yes. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Good night. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. Good night. Good night. Yeah. Good. No, seriously though. Thanks for the email. That was great. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool email. There was another email, but I don't have it. So Steve Tozen. Yeah, you'll have to read it. Emailed us. Greetings. The good thing about being a dilettante is you learn and experience so many things. The bad news is it can turn a brain such as mine into mush, and therefore. Missing out on things that make one happy, such as good, open comic book discussion with damn good people. As always, I enjoy Gutter Talk and the very different POVs provided in every episode. I am impressed by the knowledge you guys have of writers, artists, even inkers behind some of the best and worst works out there. As someone who's been reading Marvel off and on since 1986, this is such a weird time. On the one hand, this is the first time I can ever recall Marvel Comics being so flush with cash. They are no longer mere years away from an impending doom. But at the same time, they are quite beholden to the behemoth that keeps them alive. In this case, the mouse. Mm. As a result, projected sales are the line between life and death for many characters and series. And I think that line is a bit too thin. Similar to movies and TV shows, I really think the big two need to change how they distribute slash release material. I think we should slowly say goodbye to the era of five to six part storylines that fit nicely into a trade paperback. 
for the most part. For big-time A-plus characters, the monthly issues are certainly worth the wait. But I've heard of too many intriguing concepts and characters, the very things that make me say, make mine Marvel, die a quick death because they weren't, didn't sell a lot at the beginning and weren't given a chance to sell at the end. But in this era of binging and quick and total consumption, why not give the people more of what they're looking for? Does Daughters of the Dragon or The Crew need to be canceled before they even got off the ground? Why not launch a volume one slash part one that's a good five issues in size and actually sh allows for the character development we want, but not having to wait so long for it? I also think this format allows for better critical analysis of material and names we're too familiar with because you get to talk about an entire story as opposed to issue by issue. Go ahead, Len. Thank you, Steve. From your lips to God's ears, I've been saying this for so long and I have been being very quiet. No, you haven't. No, no you've been well, talking about this anytime you get a chance. No, but recently, like right now. <laughs> well, now because Steve brought it up, but recently I have been very mum. I've purposefully not gone there because I realize in where I sit. So, and I know what keeps the lights on. So, but he's saying something different. It sounds like what he's saying is release a trade paperback of the first five issues and then move to singles. Because that way you can at least read the trade and then make I a decision. I don't like that idea. No, I don't. See, Is that not what he's saying? That's I not think what that's, I, I read no. it that way. Yeah. See, I didn't read it that way. I I read it as in the singles. One, you keep the singles going for the major major characters: your Batman, your Superman, Spider Man, things like that. But then your other stories, you put out the volume one. You give the people the opportunity to, to check it out. If they like it, meaning AKA it sells, yeah. you've got the whole story out there, and then you can follow that up with vol volume two. And mm -hmm. the sequel and the and the singles are only the main characters that people are invested in, and you know they're going to keep following from mm -hmm. issue to issue. I'm, but, I'm fine with that. But these other characters, you put them out as trades. Now, yes, while my thing has been like the whole thing should be go going to trade. That is a perfect amalgamation yeah. of of the two um, business models, and I think it would work. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Well done, Steve. I'm right there with you, brother. He continues, let's face it, the big two have been having their cake and eating it too for decades, with fans consuming the same material both ways. But that's left us with stories and arcs that are oddly paced, usually stretched out beyond their natural length because every arc must fit into a trade paperback, even if the story can really be condensed to two good issues, leaving mm -hmm. room for more ideas. Or, if you're going to tell a five-issue story, have a chance to tell the entire story without a deadline to have the story cut up into multiple pieces, each with cliffhangers shoehorned in to tease the reader. I don't know. I may just be rambling a bit, but as I've read the last few years of Marvel Comics, I think they've been great at new characters, but their stories are not on par with what they used to be. I think DC is the opposite, great stories, but really boring characters. I think both companies need something to spark juicy discussions beyond crossovers, number one releases, and deaths that are reversed way too often. I am glad for big... Um, I am glad for non-Big 2 publishers, and they certainly have the meats... But I mourn when DC and Marvel used to have it in spades. Thanks for listening to my ramblings. Uh, pox et just, justicia? That would be peace and justice. Oh, the, the $6 million Tribble, a.k.a. Excelsior Tribble. Well, that's okay. a good name. I'm not sure yeah, about that, by the him. way. Yeah. Nice. See, so well said, my friend. Well said. Well said. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that, too. 
I'm okay with things like Daughters of the Dragon just being like, here, and they, they've tried it. See, what they've done, instead of releasing everything as a trade paperback, they've done digital first, Jessica Jones. Jessica mm. Jones had her monthly print comic book, which was then made into trade paperbacks. But now what they're doing is Jessica Jones gets a chapter a week or something, uh, digital only, and then once that's wrapped up, all that is printed is the trade of that. Like Injustice did that too, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, for a while. Uh, it was a little back and forth, I think. Some Because there's also issues of that as well. Mm. Yeah. Um, so I'm fine with that. that sounds right. great. Well, good. And, they, and also, that Jessica, those Jessica Jones digital-only ones are great. I was really surprised. I figured, I don't know, in my head, digital first was kind of like throwaway stuff. Mm-hmm. But they were, I highly recommend them. Anywho. Well, miss, good email. Go ahead, Brandon. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, I was just going to say, I miss crossovers. He mentioned crossovers. What? Are you kidding me? What? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Specifically, not events, but crossovers. Like, oh. when was the last time there was a Batman-Superman book where you had to just read Batman and Superman? Not Bat- Event Leviathan tie-in to Batman or Event Leviathan tie-in to Superman. But Do you mean just- like Batman Flash the Button? Yes. Yeah. I feel like I was thinking about like Batman is like DC's biggest character, mm-hmm. and true. he had the Button, the Wish, and Monster Men, and I don't know yeah. if he even was in Monster Men, and that's like three and eighty-five issues. Yeah. I just I wish there were more. I miss crossovers. No, I like I, yeah, because it's like mean. small time. It's like an event, but it's smaller instead of always doing the end of the world stuff. They did a really great one several years back, um, and it was like Daredevil and the Punisher and Spider Man. Mm. And that yeah. was awesome. Oh, yeah. That was I remember great. That. Yeah. yeah. I remember that. And then wasn't, um, I thought this was where you were going to go. And I guess it was kind of an event, but technically it was a crossover. And then they do Avengers versus X-Men. That yeah, was an event, that was though. an event crossover. Was it? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah, I do miss I do miss crossovers. Actually, I actually was taken back to uh, days of your, when I came in here into the complex, and there was a Batman annual up there mm-hmm. on the- uh, Yeah, yeah. On the shelf, that was kind of cool. Yeah, they've been. I've been seeing a lot more annuals recently, but there've also been things like She-Hulk annual. Who yeah. does not have a book right now? Well, yeah, they just gave her. Marvel's been doing that. I feel yeah a lot. Yeah, it's just a one shot, but they called it an annual. Well, so, that's fine. Like, all right, whatever. That's fine. Yeah, thank you, Steve Tozen and Christopher Saint Saucy. Good night. Those were wonderful emails. Appreciate it. If anybody else out there wants to email us, you can email us at blacktribbles at gmail.com or colpopgo at gmail.com. Uh, we'll be right after these messages. Do you love tasty ass fried chicken? Well, goddammit, come on down to Brandon's Whole Fried Chicken and Gizzards. If you have a podcast and Brandon is on it, ask him about Brandon's Whole Fried Chicken and Gizzards. Because he will make some for you. Using only the finest salt and pepper, you're going to love Brandon's Whole Fried Chicken and Gizzards. All right. Well, we are back. Uh, let's talk about HBO Max because I didn't know a lot about this. Mm-hmm. My, my friends Brandon and Len yes. were nice enough to tell us, uh, tell me about it. So why don't you tell the people what you told me? Well, uh-huh. HBO Max is going to be Warner Media's new streaming service that is going to be debuting in May of 2020. They just had a big presentation, I believe, for like all their in investors and for their board and all that type of stuff to tell them exactly all the more specifics of the um, service they're going to be it's going to be $15 a month that's going to be the charge Um, and they also sound out a listing that basically 
You're going to find all of Friends there. Um, Because, of course, it's branded under HBO, you're going to find all of HBO's library there of library shows from The Sopranos to Sex of the City to, of course, Game of Thrones. Um, And a whole bunch of other announced things that they are going to be putting there. Right, Brandon? Yeah, and I'm looking, it might seem like the price might actually go down because it's saying that 2020 will be HBO Max with um, AT&T Live will be the initial bundle they put out. But in 2021, there'll be an HBO Max bundle with SVOD and AVOD. And SVOD is subscription service. AVOD is ad-supported. So it oh. might be cheaper, but with ads. Okay, but that, but that's not till 2021. Right. So that's we're, we're still talking about two years down that's the true. line. Yeah. So let's, let's deal with primarily what I, they announced with it coming out in May. I, I like that, that um, option, though. Yeah, like you can pay a little bit less. You're just gonna get ads. No, I like that option yeah. as well. I I think if you're gonna go with that option, they should have just just lead with yeah, it. Yeah, it's myself. weird that they're waiting, especially in in this climate where Disney Plus is getting a big jump by giving people that have um people that have a home Verizon yeah. cable, that giving works. them a free year. Oh, of Disney Plus. What? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, AT&T is doing that, too. But just if you have internet. If you have AT&T internet, you get okay. um, HBO Max. Noise. Yeah. So let's talk about some of the stuff that are going to be, some of the, the newer things that are going to be there. Well, first off, they said they want to have 10,000 hours of content. And that was where they said that um, it's less than their competitors, but they want to focus on the stuff they think people will actually like. But all of DC's heroes are coming to HBO Max. So all the superhero titles of the last decade... Plus, all Batman and Superman films from the last 40 years will be available, including wow. Todd, Phillips, Todd Phillips' Joker will be sometime in 2020. Okay. Wow. that's a, So that means, because on the DC Universe app right now are like all of the 80s and 90s yeah, yeah. Batman and Superman movies. Except I don't think Man of Steel is up there. Oh, is it not? Yeah, I don't think Man yeah, I don't think any of the newer stuff is on there. I never go searching for it, so I wouldn't know. Yeah, Batman, Batman Returns... Yeah, I think that's the only two, actually. I don't, oh, okay. I don't think the um, the other the Joel Schumacher ones are there either. Oh, thank God! First so, off, go. uh, as far as original programming, is a uh, DC superhero high, exploring your favorite heroes in high school. So a cartoon. Actually, yeah, it's going to be animated. animated. Okay, cool, cool. Oh, so but uh, so, and I know that if I remember like the releases, they don't give a whole lot of information. Right. These are primarily just titles. Same thing they did with the Marvel MCU TV shows. Right. Yeah. Right. But like, there's already a, I think it's either on Boomerang or Cartoon, Cartoon Network. I can't remember where the DC Supergirls show. DC Superhero Girls. Yeah. Yeah. It's and, cute. It's cute, but that's already them in high school. So yeah, is yeah. this going to be? Like in that same vein, I think it's going to be curious. completely different. If I had to DC, guess, DC Superhero High is a half-hour comedy series, executive produced by Elizabeth Banks, oh. which follows a group of students experiencing the fun and drama of adolescence at a boring school for gifted kids. These teens are just trying to navigate the pressure of high school, but none of them realize that someday they will become legendary DC superheroes. Huh? Wait, okay. wait. So they're not heroes now? I guess. Listen, guys. We're going back to Smallville, ah! but it's everyone this time. You know what? It'll never happen. But if there was actually anything school-related with the DC superheroes animated that I would want to see, it would be JL8. JL, dude, 
I was just thinking that JL8. I was like, oh, I can't believe. Why don't they just pay the guy they who can't, is? I don't know if they want to work. They don't want to be in business with him. He with had Gale some. Stewart? There were some things that came out about him. Yeah, oh. he got he got in the little me too. It was before that. Yeah, it was before that, but yeah. it was in, in that realm. He got me also. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. I just started reading this, this strip again because he's put out a few more. Yeah, he still months. does them he's every great. Like, few months. He's well, fantastic. okay. I don't know him. Yeah. That strip is great. The, the strip is great. It's so good, and I wish I would love a animated JL8. What was the original name? Do you remember? He changed it. Oh, I don't remember. I've always known it as JL8. Oh. But, um, we should explain what JL8 is. Okay, so Yale Stewart is a cartoonist, and without the permission of DC, mm-hmm. just started doing a really cute little webcomic strip called JL8. The letter J, the letter L, dash, the number eight. Right. Because they're all eight years eight old. Eight years old. Right. And they're super deformed, I guess it's called super deformed, um, chibi versions of all of the heroes. And villains. And villains. And it's so cute. Set in a school. But it's also heartfelt. Very heartfelt. Oh. It's set in, it's set in um, like a, I guess, a, a, an elementary school. I would say like a small town because it's. Well, yeah, because yeah. it is a whole town. But I mean, yeah. you know, they, they, they bounce around the school, right. the schoolyard and stuff like that. They, they're they dressed in basically their own superhero garb. Uh-huh. You know, so Batman's dressed as Batman, Superman. But like his, isn't his cape a, cow, a, t- a towel? No, no. Is it straight up? No, he's he's yeah. For he's some reason, Batman. I thought I could see the no, towel. No, okay, no, cool. no, they're all pretty much like it. Like it's just as kid kid form, yeah. you know, it changed a little bit because Power Girl's in there, and of course she doesn't right. have the boob window. But um, it's so it's so cool, it's so heartfelt because uh, uh, John Jones, the Manhunter from Mars, is like you know he's he's new in town, mm-hmm. um, and he feels like a little alienated and, and stuff. He's a little- He's not super good with his powers, like sometimes. Right, he's still discovering his powers, yeah. like a lot of kids are. Um, the green, the Green Lanterns are are fully like the Green Lantern Corps, you know. Except Alan Scott is their their troop leader, the original Green Lantern. Right. They're like oh, a it's um, Superman who has a, a towel. Is his a towel? His has like it is a towel that has been tied in the front. Okay. Um, yeah. Batman. His costume, his mask looks more like the Adam West with the eyebrows. Right, yeah. It's mostly black with blue eyebrows. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah, I think the Green Lantern, so I think cute. they're like Boy Scouts kind of. Right. Because yeah. they, yeah. uh-huh. they actually, there's one series of strips where they um, go out on an adventure. Like, like they go camping for, for like, it was like a year in real life. Yeah. It was right, years. True. In, in, real in, in real life it was, but it, it wasn't it was actually. Few, it was and they're looking strips, for yeah. Bigfoot. Yeah. And Flash goes and with them. And then I them. think they found him and it was... It was some, it was like Doomsday or, so, or Solomon Grundy, maybe. I don't I think forget so. who it was, but it was some DC person. Yeah, and the, Diana. Is no, so it good. was Kilowog. It yeah, was Kilowog of the Green Lanterns. Uh, Diana is cool because Diana's real. I like she's great and I like her because she also has like a Greek look to her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, so um, it's real. It's so smartly done. I, we've we've referenced it before, yeah. um, and. And no shame on their DC High thing, you know. Honestly, I'm excited for DC Superhero High only because X-Men Evolution is one of my favorite shows. So if that's what this is, I'm down. Yeah, and, I, and, and actually, I do like Elizabeth Banks. I like... Um, I love her. I think she's really and charming I, and funny, and, and yeah. she's a great actress. And I like that she's been moving more and more into this realm. I think she, she actually directed the new um, Char- she, Charlie's Angels think- movie. Oh, I know she, she direct directed. That? I think she also maybe produced and yeah, possibly she, wrote. 
I'm not sure about that part. Yeah, I know she's got her hands all up yeah. in, in the in the. She also yeah. did Pitch Perfect. No, she's, that might have been Tina Fey. No, she's in Pitch Perfect. Right. Uh, all the Pitch Perfect had, movies. Yeah. I don't know if she had. Uh, she may have directed one of them. Yeah, I don't know. While you're talking, I'm going to get. I'm. I've actually been downloading JL8. <laughs> There's a collection of it. So yeah, it's great. I love it. Um, all right, what else we got? I'm sorry, Brandon. <laughs> we got off on that tangent, but uh, it's worth it. Next is Green Lantern from Greg Berlanti coming to HBO Max. Why do I know Greg Berlanti? He is the producer of all of the Arrowverse shows. He's uh, the producer of CW. Uh, he's the okay. producer of that. Also, Titans, Doom Patrol, every pretty wow. much everything. The uh, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Yeah, and, wow. uh, and a couple of other shows. He has with with. Because uh, Green Lantern and with a, another show that Brandon's going to announce, he now is the producer of 21 right. ongoing series. But with Greg Berlanti, um, he might produce a lot of shows, but that's his production company, which to me feels like maybe he just puts his name on it nowadays. I don't know how how attached he is to them nowadays i don't know i got a funny feeling that greg berlanti runs his business like kevin feige over at marvels where while he may not be like the chief creative person on there his hand is is felt the only reason i don't think that is just because of the like the drastic difference in quality between his shows like the cw shows are so different in quality from like Sabrina versus Titans versus things like that. But that also d- goes to expectations of the, you know, who the corporate owner is, CW True. versus Netflix, and thus the audiences that he's trying to to yeah. catch with both. That's you know, true. I got a funny feeling like him putting gr- the only reason I am excited about Green Lantern from Greg Berlanti is because it will be on HBO Max. The whole idea of them, Warner Media, using that HBO brand, which kind of signifies quality in people's mind, is they want to lend that that you know hue to Green Lantern, which up until now, as far as outside of the comic books, with few with, with exceptions being very few does not paint a warm picture in people's Yeah. So belly. the thing that I look forward to is the fact that Green Lantern, the movie, is such a joke mm. that I am hoping that the team behind the show will be like, we got to work extra, extra, extra hard yes. to, make, to, to turn people around on Green Lantern. Here's where I tell you the bad news, oh. which is that Greg Planty was involved with the movie. He was, I think, a co-screenwriter of the movie. Ooh. Yeah, okay. I don't think. I well, mean, shit. I I heard that apparently, like, the movie got changed a lot from his original yeah thing. So writing in movies, in movies, it may start with the writing, but it all goes right. into the directors and mm-hmm. and the actors. Television is totally different. Right, the writer is king. Right. Now they haven't released any. And before we get into like all the other stuff, we're, we're going to have fun. But this is a comic book, you know, podcast. Before we go down the well of that, they're going to they're doing a Green Lantern show. It's going to be on HBO Max, which to me means Green Lantern is going to be on HBO. Yeah. What do we want? What do we want in that show? What do we want? Yeah. What do we want? I want Star Sapphire, and I wanted the original costume. I don't really know what the original costume is, but I want Star Sapphire. Of Star Sapphire or... Yeah. Or Hal. 
Star Sapphire. Oh, okay. But you don't even know what the original costume is. So how do you want to say you want the? I can assume based on other original costumes. I want to see. <laughs> I want to see the graphic novel um, Emerald Dawn. Yes. Uh, that's the origin, right? That's the origin where of how of how. But so between Emerald Dawn and Emerald Dawn Two, mm-hmm. it's basically the origin of how he winds up going to Oa fighting. The Legion mm-hmm. is a big, it's a big yellow suit of armor filled with, um, I believe, like the consciousness of an entire race of people. Yes. Um, and part two of that was, all right, well, I did that. I helped out. But also, I I was a drunk driver and I crashed my car and I got arrested for drunk driving and I am now doing time in jail and Sinestro, his trainer, comes every night after lights out and creates a Green Lantern construct of Hal uh, to be in bed so that there's something there when the guard walks by. And then he takes Hal up to uh, wherever, I guess probably Oa, to train. Oh, interesting. And then, of course, the story starts there. So first of all, that gives us a nice um, fallible protagonist in mm-hmm. how it's not just like he's the best at everything blah 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 it's like he's a bit of a, a loose cannon right he drank too much there was an accident he's facing the consequences of that accident i think there's a lot of rich storytelling to be told there a la the things they do on hbo yes it's not just he's a good guy right um because i remember even as a kid reading that i was like whoa this is weird mm-hmm. he's a superhero but he's a drunk driver who i'd have no i do not tolerate that at all that's one of the, that's one of my big no-no's um, cause some people were like, Oh, it's fine. Um, so yeah, I just think that would be a great story to tell. Um, yeah, that's where I'd go. That's cool. That's and cool. also I kind of want them to start off with, even if in, a, in the future they change it, give them the yellow weakness mm. and have some fun with that and how kind of dumb that is. Mm. But, um, I want eventually once you, you introduce Sinestro and stuff, maybe something happens to the ring where it no longer has a yellow weakness or whatever, but you mean the Sinestro core? Or Sinestro. I want Sinestro yeah, from the very beginning. Yeah, because it's the core, yeah. Yeah, because I want Sinestro from the beginning in a Lex Luthor from Smallville type of way. Where they're best friends. Right, yeah. Yeah, because we've been told time and time again that they used to be buddies. Mm-hmm. And you rarely see it. Right. So I, I, I agree with you, 100%. Oh. See, I, w- I w- was thinking about this, and I came up with something totally different. So I came up with the show basically starts already, like, Let's just go balls to the wall. The Green Lantern Corps is a thing. Yeah. And there's already a Green Lantern of Section 2814. Aben, sir? No. It's John Stewart. No. Oh. John Stewart is already the Green Lantern of 2814. And he's protecting and he's protecting and serving with his green ring. But then along comes some something happens and the events of Cosmic Odyssey. Um, what's the Cosmic Odyssey that was called? Yeah, uh, it was called that. I don't yeah. remember what the plot was. Well, I don't remember like the the whole plot of of it, but basically what happens in that book is that Jon Stewart destroyed a planet. Right. By accident. So what happens is that Jon Stewart destroys this planet and then has to go on trial in front of the the guardians mm-hmm. of Oa. So, while Jon Stewart is on trial for this in front of the Guardians, 
the Guardians have to, you know, find another lantern mm. for Section 2814. Mm-hmm. And that's Gnort. No. <laughs> they stumble upon Guy Gardner. Oh! Guy Gardner proves to be a total jerkwad as a lantern. They say, send Abin Sir to straighten him out. Wait, isn't he dead? Oh, you, Abin you, Sir has an accident. Okay. Dies. How, a young Hal Jordan finds him, and thus, who you could still play in the whole Emerald Dawn because he's a drunk driving, uh, you know, uh, Hal Jordan, yep. who comes upon Abin Sir and thus becomes, and Sinestro can still train him up to take the place of Guy Gardner, and in the se- season ends with Hal becoming your Green Lantern. I like that. I like that. Wasn't there another option where they were talking about doing it and they wanted to make it like training day? I think I seem to remember something like that long ago this, when they were pitching I mean, a movie. Right? This is interesting now that I think about it because they did say they were making a Green Lantern Corps movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that maybe it was around that time. I don't. I, something like that. You you hitting that? I mean, look. At one time, Jack Black was attached to being. Oh, a Green I Lantern remember movie. that. <laughs> so, oh man, and that was back when I liked Jack Black, and even I was like, "Fuck, don't you yeah, dare!" Yeah, so don't you dare. So um, who, who knows where they're going to go? But that's where I would go. With uh, with Green Lantern, I am one hundred percent fine with not having Hal as the main G. Me too. He I, will though. I know. I know. I know I he know. will. That's why. I, that's the only reason I throw him in there. I'm interested in if they'll bring in Jessica, the other one, Simon. Yes, Simon Baz. Ooh, because wasn't he? Yeah, he was Muslim. So he was Muslim, and he had a gun. Yeah, that seems like. And I love Jessica. The idea of Jessica, who is uh, I want her too. Phobic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And riddled with anxiety, having yeah. to overcome fear. Oh, I love what a great concept. Her origin her. is great too, but don't they can't do that. She got her ring from Forever Evil. Yes, yes. So, yeah. Which was an evil ring. It was yeah. an alternate version of it. It was ring. one that like instead of being based on willpower, it's based on I think fear. Yeah. Now, just because I know other people are probably going to say some of the same things that Brandon was saying to me off mic. Um Brandon has made me realize that in the Greg Berlanti CWDC world, there has already been kind of a Jon Stewart introduced. What? Okay, so in Elseworlds, when the 90s Flash comes over, he sees John Diggle. He's like, oh, John, you're not wearing your ring. So there's that. And then in a later episode, we meet his stepfather, who is, I forget his first name, but his name is General Stewart. So, and it turns out they don't get along, which is why John hasn't called himself John Stewart. But ah. technically, his last name is like John Diggle Stewart. John Diggle Stewart. So, get John get Diggle out. Stewart Heimer Schmidt. <laughs> and I think there's a lot to be mined if we um, bring in, get, get rid of Hal Jordan and give us. Uh, Kyle Rayner? No, nah, fuck that guy. John yep. Stewart? Nope, the other guy. Guy Gardner? Guy Gardner. Give Guy us Gardner John, would be fun. If you got John Stewart and Guy Gardner. Go on, guess as just your, yourself. Yeah. Yo. That would be good. That's a right? show. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Because, um, I, I mean, I love Kyle, and I have a place in my heart for Hal, but they're both, they're both very Wonder Bread characters. Uh, I, would, I think it depends. I think they're as Wonder Bread as Superman. I think it depends on how you would approach them. Sure. But I'm just more... I hear, I hear those two character names together. Stewart and Guy Gardner. And I go, oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you guys think they'll do the rainbow stuff? 
Oh, they have to. Yeah, eventually. They, they've been beating that into the ground for the past seven well, yeah, I mean, years. Like, probably longer. When, I guess. Huh? When? Like, first season I, or later? Oh, second. I think they may introduce it. I mean... They they introduced the rainbow stuff real early in the um, yeah. that computer animated, animated yeah. series. Yeah, and you've got a whole. I mean, you've got built-in stories right there. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a red lantern. Oh no, there's a blue lantern. Well, the blue lantern would be fine. Like all will be well. <laughs> what do I do? Oh no, how do I defeat him? All will be well. <laughs> well, they're actually helpful. Get him away. <laughs> what? They're helpful because they yeah, supercharge. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But um, anyway. Look, we're, we're already talking about it. We're already excited about some Green Lanterning. Yeah, who'd have thought that it, that yeah. would happen? Um, what's Everyone. the other DC story um, series that Greg Berlanti's bringing to uh, HBO Max? Strange Adventures, which is going to be, to be an be, anthology series, right? But uh, based on DC characters and live action. Yeah, I don't know. That's a lot of costuming and yeah, that's, necessarily... that's a lot of budget. Sounds like well, it's HBO Max, which yeah. gives the impression it's going to be budget. You know what just occurred to me that I'm surprised we haven't seen yet live action? The Demon. Give us a horror show about this guy who like turns into a demon. That's a, mm. that could be kind of cool. That could be kind of cool. That could maybe fit the hole uh, in fantasy that Game yeah. of Thrones has has left. Yeah. Even though they are pl- planning to fill that hole with House of Dragon. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Which Another it- show. We're good to God. Another show that's going to be on HBO Max, a prequel to Game of Thrones. I mean, all right, straight up. Do you guys care? Yes. Okay. I I have to learn more about it. Okay. I like, like I gotta I gotta see it. Okay. Because like the height of my uh, Game of Thrones like fandom, I did look like a look into the Targaryen history a little bit, and it's pretty interesting. So, all right. Yeah, there's a lot to be mined there, and there and. With the Targaryen history, as opposed to the prequel that they had previously were going to do, which was all about the White Walkers, which would have left more in the hands of the creators behind the show. Yeah. The Targaryens, um, George R. R. Martin, has given them more of a blueprint of where to oh, go yes? with that story. Good. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. So, so there's a lot to be mined there. Um, I just think so I'm, I'm kind of interested. I just feel emotionally full up of Game of Thrones. Like I just feel like, all right, I saw it, I appreciate it. I'm not one of the haters who was like super mad at the last season, even though there were issues with it. I enjoyed all of the episodes. I enjoyed mm-hmm. what they did. Um, but yeah, I just feel like, uh, you know, I've done it. I've seen it. I don't know how much more of it. It, it feels like going from Lord of the Rings to The Hobbit. As yeah. far as how the movie trajectory went. Yeah, that's as soon true. As I watched Lord of the Rings and I was like, this is fantastic. I am now full up of Lord of the Rings. I have had my lifetime fill. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, there's The Hobbit. I don't give a shit. I went and saw it and I was like, no, I was right. I do not give a shit. I think with The Hobbit, the problem with that for me, because I, I agree with you, but the problem with that is that The Hobbit didn't feel like it was... I'm like, if you're going to go prequel, it wasn't far back en- enough mm-hmm. so that you could almost see the breadcrumbs leading into the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. The House of the Targaryens is going to be so much further in, behind where, you know, Game of Thrones that... Sort of Knights of the Old Republic for Star Wars? Right. I think there might be something to, to be to be mine there. Okay. I, I, I do hear you. I can feel like, you know, like a little bit of fatigue, especially considering the way that Game of Thrones went out. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like, really, are you interested in, in this coming back? But one thing I will say, and they listed it, and Brandon, maybe you can pull it up. The showrunner 
that's going to be on this show is the guy that actually directed most of the classic episodes okay. of Game of Thrones. He sure. directed Hard Home. Um, Battle of the Bastards. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and he has basically said how um, the 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 guys in charge of Game of Thrones kind of like got in his way yeah. with a lot of the things that he would have done. Uh-huh. So now being left to his own devices, he actually gets to to do okay. it his way. So that that gets me a little excited. Okay. Yeah. I may I'm entirely it's entirely possible that I will eat my hat and be like this is I'm so excited about this. Uh, you know, I felt the same way about Breaking Bad, and I loved Breaking Bad. All six seasons, I think it was, is just, yeah. is it six? Wonderful. And then they did Better Call Saul. Mm. And I I don't, ca- I don't care. People have told me it's better than Breaking Bad. It's pretty and good. I have not been able to make myself sit down and watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can understand. Because yeah, I've just had my fill of that world. Even El Camino, the Netflix movie that just dropped. Which yeah, I'm not interested in checking that out. Immediately follows it up. I'm like, I don't care. I don't know if I like Jesse enough right. to follow him for two hours. It was always about Walt. I was a Walt guy, yeah. So, um, That's the main like DC stuff. Doom Patrol Season 2 is going to be streaming on both HBO Max and DC Universe. Oh, it's going to be on both or double dipping? Okay. If huh. Doom Patrol... Here, here you go. Sophie's Choice. Doom Patrol... Say you finished season one. Yeah, eventually. <laughs> I'm three episodes it. in. <laughs> right. It's going great. Now, it's going to stream on DC Universe. It's going to stream on HBO Max. You can only get one. HBO Max. Ah, oh, but where's Young Justice going? That's the that's the clincher. I don't give a dog's fart about uh, Doom Patrol. Um, but Young the Justice. real question is Young Justice. Yeah, that's, that's a I'm good I'm the point. opposite. Yeah. I don't really. You don't care about Young Justice? Last season was fine. It's Young Boy. <laughs> <laughs> he don't know. He don't know shit from Shinola. Young Boy. This Young Boy. This Young Boy don't know it shit from Shinola. It was my show. <laughs> it was my Saturday morning cartoon. <laughs> That's true. I couldn't even say like, well, you didn't grow up with it. Yeah, yeah it did. Yeah. It did. Yeah. <laughs> Therein lies the joke. It's the thing that literally got me in the comics. Oh, <laughs> that's cute. Now you're just throwing oh, you it, throwing it to the wayside. It's because yeah. there was no Drake. It's remember, not, remember, right. it was we only, it was only it. Drake just nodding, like, yeah. hmm, mm. sad Drake. Tim Drake. <laughs> um, also, CW shows are going to be on there. and So the CW shows are going to be on HBO Max, too? Yeah, and their Snap. deal that they had with Netflix is now going to DC to HBO Max. Before, with Netflix, all of the shows went to Netflix one week after the finale. So now, for any new shows, that will be happening on HBO Max. So Nancy Drew, Batwoman, anything like that, a week after their finale, they'll be on this. That's pretty hot. That is pretty hot. I'm not. I'm not. I'm getting. I'm a little, a little excited. See, now. and with that, you yeah. can still keep because CW has their own app as well, which but I don't you, use. Okay. I mean, I have it on my phone, but I just don't. But you could keep it. Like that could still be a thing because it's ad supported. Yeah. Um, it, it doesn't run. You know, it's not the same story as with the DC Universe. Um, that might. That might. That might spell the end of DC Universe, mm-hmm. because if you're sitting on DC Universe and you're waiting for at least well, one of the CW shows, which yeah. are DC ca- characters, going to show up on here, no, they're going to HBO Max. What about all the animated movies? Uh, I don't see anything about that. 
The, the animated movies is not enough to keep me on DC. It really Universe. feels like they're going to be double dipping, guys. Yeah. I'm not seeing it. It seems like they're going to be keeping stuff separated. Well, here's the thing. I bet they also want to uh, use their digital comic book platform as well. So I, I wonder how many people are using DC Universe as a comic book platform. That would be interesting to get those. And they're like, well, those those comics are up there. Might as well still have some of the shows up there for them as well. I don't know. Something up there. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I, I mean, because they also said, like, all the Superman and Batman movies are going to be here Shit. too, right? Yep. Um, I'm assuming they don't mean their series, but it could be their series as well. Like, if they got Batman 66 mm-hmm. on there, um, which is not on DC Universe. Well, right now it just says film specifically. I know, okay. but I'm just saying. Well, okay, but th- then that means that they would get the Batman movie from 1966. Mm-hmm. That's going to be on there. Um, I wonder if that means that they'll get the Superman serials from back in the 1940s. Mm-hmm. Which Fleischer stuff? Or? Oh, I'm sorry. You mean the, the I'm live about action? The, the live action George ones. George and, and those horrible Batman ones. Yeah. God, those are so bad. I've, I've never seen them. <laughs> Please, save, spare yourself. Okay. Jesus Christ! If you ever want to see Fat Albert as Batman, um, oh no, with those with the floppy ears. Yeah, or I guess it would be Fatty Arbuckle. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it, those are bad. They may get them. Um, yeah, this is about like I, I would. I love. I like Young Justice. I really do. I would. I would. I would dead ah, it. Fuck. I would dead it. I would All get right. DC Universe. I mean, uh, HBO Max. To just put them together. Yeah. Let's come on. Let's like stop it. I only want DC Universe to survive because I do use the comic platform. And if that goes away with HBO Max, you that have would to be buy upsetting. them. You have to buy them from your local comic shop. Comic uh, store. It, I, I can't paperbacks. imagine it will be too much work. Now that they have the infrastructure. Yeah. Yeah, for them to combine the two and still keep the comics there in the back of Warner Media or, or HBO Max. You know, and here's some books you can back read door. as well. Gotta like have a special knock. Yeah, yeah. I, that can't be. T- come on. I don't on. know if they would. I think that might be. I think they would want to have it separated, like Marvel does. If anything, I would see them dedicate having a dedicated dedicated comic one for the comics. Yeah. yeah. Okay, then do then do that. Yeah, do that. Fine. But like this, DC Universe was a great idea, but it. I don't, it was it? Now here's the question. I think it was. I mean, look. People wanted Young Justice, and they wanted Young Justice unencumbered, not having to worry about whether or not it's going to sell toys and all that yeah. type of stuff. And they figured out a way to give it to you. I feel like they should have just done HBO Max from the beginning. Yeah, but it wasn't. It, that was before the sale to AT and T. Yeah, DC oh, okay. Universe came before that, and it was with the sale to AT and T that this whole changing of their yeah. business model yeah. came. Yeah, it just happened to be really quickly. Yep, really quickly done. All right, my question is: Disney Plus in my right hand. HBO Max on my left. Mm-hmm. Which one are you taking? Can I only take one? <laughs> yeah. No, that's the question. Hey, Len, if you could have one or the other or both, which would you <laughs> yeah. yeah, one or the other. <laughs> oh, you know what? Both, and they're for free. Which would you take? Um, no. Uh, if I can only take one. Yeah. Yeesh. That's it's a good tough. question. It's tough. That's a good question. I, I know mine, because even though I'm a DC guy through and through, Boy Meets World is on Disney Plus, so I'm Disney Plus. Boy Meets World is Boy your Boy Meets World yeah. is your deciding you guys, factor. Have I not talked about that show on here? This show is one of my favorite shows, without a doubt. I love that. How show. many seasons of Boy Meets World are there? Many. I don't know. Oh, your favorite show? You don't even know how many episodes there are? 
How many, many episodes of Doctor Who are there? Uh, ten right now. Ten seasons. Of the one you watch. Um, but Boy Meets World, real quick, when he's looking it up, yeah. how many seasons do you think it went? Three. I think it went, no, I think it went more than three. I think the kid did grow up. So I, I think it probably went about a good six. six? Oh, you're close. Seven. Okay. okay. I don't know. I never. It went from them in middle school to graduating college. To what? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, man. I, I'm a grown ass man. I have not seen that show. I've watched a couple episodes of that show. Olivia. Wouldn't watched. it have been how, when you were. No, 93. How. What about. How was. Uh, just for my own curiosity. Girl Meets World. How was that? I didn't watch it. I watched uh, some of it and it looked fine. Yeah. Okay. I watched the last episode, which felt like an epilogue to Boy Meets World more than a. Mm. Ending of Girl Me Twelve, which yeah. I liked. Who is the girl? His daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Because him and Topanga got married. Mm. Um, Topanga. So, so seven seasons of Boys Meets World. That's that's your deciding I mean, factor. There's other stuff like <laughs> no, you. But said that's Boy my. Meets. That is my. Yeah, that's the main thing. Um. See, I. I think I would. Wow. Oh wait. See. I got a funny feeling I would go Disney Plus. Yeah. I think I would go Disney Plus. I got to change my answer. No, oh, no. Why? Look at you. Because I forgot that HBO Max announced another thing. They have a deal with the BBC where they get Doctor Who. Oh. oh. I don't I don't guys, I'm torn. Oh. <laughs> Topanga Doctor or, Who. Uh-huh. Mm. I mean, if That's we were, tough. yeah, Man, not for me, but um, yeah, <laughs> uh, no, I think I would, I think I would go Disney Plus. Um, what's the deciding factor? Is it Star Wars? Is it well, Marvel? T- uh, to that point, the Mandalorian, Mandalorian, <laughs> Mandalorian, <laughs> looks really good. It does. Um, when's but- that start? November. November it's one of the launch titles. Yeah. When's it, when's the launch? Twelve. November twelfth. Oh my god, it's coming up. Um, but I think actually the deciding factor is the Disney Library. Oh yeah. Because and with that, I'm thinking about my grandson. Is that Pixar as well? Yep. Oh fuck. And the Simpsons. And this. Whoa. All the. Seasons I could watch the, the only nine seasons that they've done. <laughs> that you cared about? Yes. They're the only ones that exist. Well, it's actually people say this is the first ten. I just tried the because I was like on Hulu. I was like, oh shit, the new Treehouse of Heart. I got about five minutes in. And I was like, I don't care. Yeah. yeah. The Treehouse of Heart was always my favorite mm-hmm. of the of the episodes. Yeah. So uh, I think I, I think I would go Disney. What about and then you? who just bought South Park? That's Warner. That's going. They're going to be on HBO Max. HBO Max for five hundred million. Did you? Yep. Mother, f- um, dick and fart joke. Anyway, uh, what would I go with? I might do Disney Plus because it's got all the Marvel ish and it's got all the Star Wars stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think those two combined trump. Oh, I, I can't even use that word anymore. Uh, what's another word that means trump? Uh, win. Bitch. Yeah. Pee pee. Uh yeah, I would yeah I go Disney. Plus. So you go Disney Plus yeah. as well. It's I mean, a hard it's a hard like decision. Mm-hmm. You know, but I think we can all agree Apple Plus wins the day all, overall. What, what do they got? Nothing. That was the joke. They have oh. Dickinson and you know what's else. Dickinson? I'm real. Well, Dickinson, for Dickinson is basically like this fictionalized story about a young Emily Dickinson. Oh, in in, in and it's gonna be comedic. Ah. And starring Haley Seinfeld, which is why I'm going to It actually it. doesn't look bad. If Haley you, if you, Seinfeld? Seinfeld. She oh. was... Blue, uh, the Beatle 
Beetle, Blue Beetle, Beetlejuice. Yeah, uh, she the, was in the, Yellow. No, Yellow Car God movie. Damn it. Now I forget. Beetle, Beetle Bard, Beetle the, the yellow, Bard. The Yellow Car. <laughs> yellow Jacket. No. Bumblebee. Bumblebee. I hate. You. Why'd you let us? Do this? <laughs> oh, I know so you knew. I was trying watch. so hard too, and I was like, I could not form the words. <laughs> oh, that's fun. You know what I need? More Brandon's home fried chicken and gizzards. Brandon's home fried chicken and gizzards. Um, what are you guys talking about? Is that our a fun episode, ad? Our our episode. That's our new sponsor. To us. <laughs> Bye. Brandon's home fried chicken and gizzards. Um. All right. So we did HBO Max. I have on my note sheet. I've got Superman. Why do I have Superman on my note? Oh, sheet? because there is talk of Craig Berlanti doing yet another show, uh-huh. spinning off Superman from the Supergirl series. I don't think there's talk. I think it's confirmed. Oh. Is it confirmed? Yeah, because it's called. It's officially called Superman and Lois. There were talks last year, and okay. then it was, didn't go through. I, I'm counting on my fingers. I don't like the name. Me neither. I don't like that Superman. I Me neither. I'm done counting on my fingers. That's he, it. That's all, that's all I got. I he, don't care. He just, he just is not. One, I don't, I, don't, I don't like his costume. No. I don't like his costume nope. at all. Um, and then nothing against the actor. No. This is not against the actor. I'm sure he's fine. Himself. He seems like a fine actor. But he does not have the look nor come across yeah. as Superman. It's like having... Um, oh, what is his name from uh, It's Always Sunny? Dan- <laughs> Danny oh, DeVito. Danny DeVito. It's like as if you had Danny DeVito as Superman, <laughs> and all of a sudden you put glasses on him, and you're like, oh, I guess it's Clark. Where'd Superman go? Question, though. It's clearly Danny DeVito. Have you guys watched any episodes with him? Yes. With him, aside his from the crossover. His personality is fine. Yes, it's I've watched It's not his them. acting. Mm-hmm. It's physically, and I, listen, It's physically. I know it's stupid, y'all. I know that just the conceit of... A, a guy putting on glasses and confuses the entire populace of the world uh, is dumb as hell. But at least a lot of the guys who have played Superman thus far have been so white bread that you can kind of get them lost in a crowd. Mm-hmm. I kind of get it. This guy's got a very, very specific facial features, including caterpillar eyebrows, where as soon as, like, I don't care if you put glasses on, your, on that guy, you're just like, oh, what's up, Superman? Yeah. He, he just, like, he doesn't have like Superman to me always had like a, a strong fi- like like a strong face. Yeah, you know. The, 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 I feel like he has a really strong face. It's like a like I don't a, know, but it, like his chin is kind of like non-existent. It's like a skinny guy with big eyebrows. I just to yeah. me, I can understand the body thing, but his face to me is very he's, he's, strong. Listen, he's Eugene Levy. <laughs> he's Eugene <laughs> Levy from American Pie. I don't know about you, Gene. <laughs> That's I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> I see where you're going, yeah, yeah. but I'm not gonna go he's there. Got the brows is what I'm saying. <laughs> but he's, you know what? But to that point, he does look like the one character, like like he's the one guy in Saturday Night Live who will look okay in the suit for the skit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what he looks like. Who fits in this? All right, you're fine. Get on there. Get it's, out there. And get out yeah. there and, and do your Superman. Like Perfect. He, he does he just doesn't evoke Superman. And even in the picture that they have with him and the lowest from the show, they don't look that does not look like a show. Nah. No. I mean that's from cross that's from Elseworlds, to be fair. But still that's that's gonna be your Superman and Lois. Yeah. I like him. I think he was really good as Clark Kent specifically in she his looks episode like a, of Supergirl. She looks like a cult member. 
<laughs> Couldn't she? I, I, I see. She's about mean, to hand everybody their Kool Aid. That's mainly because she's wearing a like a mumu. No, a um, not nursing gown. Yeah, yeah, like a uh, like oh hospital gown. Gotcha. Which I assume is because she's going to be having a kid soon. So uh. now, in his, what I will say in his defense is that, it, and I hear what you're saying, Brandon, that he does have strong features. He does have a stronger you know, demeanor than Brandon Ralph or Dean Cain. Both of whom, mm. to be fair, I didn't like as Superman. Yeah, I didn't like Dean And Cain. I didn't, couldn't see them as Superman either. I like Brandon Ralph. See, I didn't. Like, so Brandon Ralph did not look like Superman to me. Okay. It, it, um, he looked like Super Baby. He looked like Super Boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he looked yeah. like Super... Like, if you yeah. look... If you look up... Mike Grell's Superboy from the 1970s. That's Brandon Ralph. Yeah. All the way down to the small S on his chest and everything, and that's the low, yeah, the low waist. Small, small S, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, you're right. Um, but this, this, so this guy looks more Supermanish than that. Yeah. Than Brandon Ralph, but he still just doesn't like, like because you got Christopher Reeves who was Superman, and then you've got uh, Henry Cavill. Who is just buff Superman, yeah, yeah. who, despite the movies that he was in, still gave you the impression, like, strong features, good-looking dude yeah. as Superman. Again, you put the glasses on, he still looked like Superman. Yeah. But, you yeah. know. I, Have we met Lois Lane in the CW stuff so far? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she was that picture was the Lois. That, well, I didn't know if that was a promo shot of the show that's coming. No, they haven't done any of that. That's okay. my point. Um, I will try it out, and I, maybe I'll be pleasantly Why? surprised. I don't understand that. Well, I'm sorry, are you saying why would I try something? Yeah, I don't understand why you guys... If you don't like all of the CW shows thus far... Who doesn't like all of the shows? Okay. Len, are you going to try it out? No. Okay, right. good. Len doesn't... I enjoy... I'm I'm just behind on stuff. I can't catch up because there's too much stuff to watch. But we literally just sat here and watched The Flash, you and I, a couple of weeks ago. Because mm-hmm. I enjoy The Flash. I, I gave up on Arrow. Uh, I want to catch up on Batwoman. I, I really don't like the other one. Legends of Tomorrow? Legends. But everyone keeps telling me, once you like, if you jump to season two, that's the stuff. Like, that's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what's the other one I'm missing? Black Super Lightning. Girl. Oh, yeah, Black oh, Lightning. Oh, I want to catch up on Black Lightning. And oh, and Supergirl. I love her. I think she's wonderful. Now, the show around her isn't great, but she's so charming that I enjoy watching it. So, yeah. Well, you're arguing. And also, you know what? No, to, further, to further my point, uh, or to further my answer to your question, uh, without without slagging my mom, right? Um, I grew up thinking I didn't like certain foods, and it wasn't until later that I realized it wasn't that I didn't like the food. It's the food cheese. It, the food cheese? No, it's from the thing you showed us. JD has a friend who's a stand-up comedian, and he has a Doogie great bit Horner. about cheese. Yeah, he's got a great. He's got a whole. He's got an album. Doogie Horner. He's funny. <laughs> It's called a delicate man. Anyway, um, right. I grew up thinking I didn't like asparagus, for instance, because every time my mom would make it, it would be like stringy and chewy and hard to eat, and I just didn't like it. And then uh, I wound up having asparagus at a restaurant where it was like crunchy and there was like garlic and stuff, and it yeah. was, I was like, oh shit, asparagus is be pretty good. Um, so I have learned through my 41 years on this earth that just because I don't like a version of a thing does not mean I will not like B version of a thing. 
So I'm, I will always try a thing out just to see if, like, oh, maybe this is the one that they do. Mm-hmm. Even if I do hate the CW shows, maybe Lois and or Superman and Lois will be the one that, like, does it well. So, yeah. so your argument has been refuted. It hasn't, though. <laughs> My argument was specifically, if you don't like any of them, don't watch them. Right. JD likes them. I like okay, some of them. So you were just wrong in your... Assumption. Well, no. My argument was that you, not like any of them, shouldn't watch it. And, and then not. you said you're not. So my argument is validated. You're not going to do Patreon exclusive reviews of Superman and Lois? Hell no. Oh. But you, you won't have to do Green Arrow. What are you going to do? Green Arrow will be dead by right, then. Yeah. And no. What, are, what, are I, what am I going to do? I'll yeah. do other stuff. All right, fine. I'll do stuff that I want to. <laughs> that makes more sense. Yeah. Um,. Yeah, I think to his point, I think Brandon was saying something along the lines of like, you hate Arrow, but you're reviewing it for your patron, even though you hate it. Oh, but, so no. you're subjecting yourself to it, right? And that's true. And that's yeah. true. And the reason why I'm doing that is because I am acknowledging that while I do hate it, so many people whose opinion I respect and who, who I like do like it, that I have to give it the respect. And, you know, it's been on seven what seven eight years because it's season eight right um it it is a certifiable hit success yeah. a hit i like Stephen amell the man he's great himself so out of respect for that i said i was going to be reviewing the whole final season i don't know if i'll make it through <laughs> it's been rough going um two episodes in but um yeah it's whatever. So before we split, I'm a big Halloween head. I like the season. I like pumpkin spice lattes. I eat, I'll drink all the Oktoberfest beers. Mm-hmm. I'm a sucker for fall and the nice. It's kind of windy and a little rainy outside. I do like fall weather. That's my jam. I like wearing sweatshirts. It kind of hides my gut. It's wonderful. Um, and I like Halloween. I like horror movies. I watch them all year long. And I thought I would drop a couple of little tidbits in your ears in case there's something that you wanted to check out that you could do right now. Or maybe over the holiday weekend. Yeah. Um, So if you like comic books, Mm -hmm. which I kind of assume you do if you're listening to this show, uh, Joe Hill, one of my favorite horror writers, who is also the son of Stephen King, he did the glorious six-volume series Lock and Key, Mm-hmm. which if you haven't read those uh, comics, I uh, highly recommend it. But right now, uh, today is Wednesday, and they dropped Basket Full of Heads by Joe Hill, and he has his own publishing initiative under DC. So the way DC had Vertigo, DC now has Joe Hill's Hill House. Okay, cool. And so he's in charge of six new titles that are coming um, from DC Comics, and they are horror uh, and this one is called Basket Full of Heads, and it's about a woman who is involved in a home invasion type story, mm-hmm. but it's also including a mystical axe that when you chop off someone's head, the head is still alive and talks. Oh, wow. So that's kind of fun. And I think it's like maybe a six-issue miniseries, and mm-hmm. number one drop today. Uh, also, Castle Rock is a TV show based on the works 
of Stephen, Stephen King, King because it's a fictional town created by Stephen King where a lot of his shenanigans happen in the books. And there is already one season, which was pretty slow, I got to admit. Um, oh, really? One season's already? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it, it's starring Skarsgård, the guy who played it, Pennywise. Uh, Peter Skarsgård? Yeah. Bill Skarsgård. Bill! Oh, Bill. Okay. I, I, that's why I just said Skarsgård, because I like one of them. Um, <laughs> yeah, one of the brothers. And so he was in season one, and that was interesting enough, but it was way too slow for my taste, and I would have dropped off if it was not called Castle Rock, mm-hmm. cause just because I was in it for like, well, maybe some cool stuff will come from the Stephen King stuff I know. And season two... I'm very excited because they cast Lizzie Kaplan, who is an actress that I don't see enough of, but when I do see her, I enjoy her. Oh, work. her, right. Yeah. Oh, there she is, that lady. Yeah. Um, and she is playing a younger version of Kathy Bates' character from Misery, Annie Wilkes. And I kind of thought, well, that's kind of cool. Well, that's nice casting or whatever. Mm-hmm. But watching the first episode and watching her first scene, she really embodies that character 100%. Um, There are things that she does physically as an actress that didn't even occur to me that they would be Annie Wilkes... um, Mannerisms? Mannerisms, yeah. And yeah, as soon as I saw it, I was like, holy shit, that's actually Annie Wilkes. So she does a great job. Uh, There's a couple of episodes of that out right now. Highly recommend it. And then on a... I was going to say a personal level. I don't know how many Constantine fans there are out there listening to this, but I'm a big John Constantine fan. And he is back. A new one-shot dropped today. And it's um, Sandman Universe presents Constantine, John Constantine number one. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think I did a, yeah, I did a Thunder Round. Thunder Round. A exclusive Patreon uh, 60-second review this morning with Noel. So, yeah, if you like Constantine, he's back. So there's some spooky shit that you can enjoy. There's also Marvel Zombies Resurrection. Thank you. Yep. Which seems to be, uh, flipping through it, it's not a continuation of the things that have been happening in Marvel Zombies. It feels like it's maybe a reboot or another zombie-verse. Yeah, I saw, like, a preview for it, and I saw Thor has, like, the Destroyer arm, so I guess it's modern-day stuff with zombies. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure. I haven't read it yet. Also, Deceased Number 6 comes out today. Oh, that's been such a fun series. Have you read this, Len? I read the first book. I haven't read anything oh, it's, else. It's a lot of fun. Uh, when I, I saw, don't, I don't like the cover to uh, issue number six. Neither do I. Honestly, I don't like. I don't like uh, Poison Ivy and Arn Harlequin having Catwoman on a leash. Oh, I didn't even see that. Yeah, it's on I mean, the cover. Sound, sounds kind of hot. Uh, 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 oh, I see. She's a zombie. Yeah. Zombie Catwoman. Yeah, uh, I don't like that. I, I do like it. I don't like that. Uh-oh. Well, I, I got a soft spot for Catwoman, so oh. I don't dig that. If it makes you feel better, I don't think it's actually in the book i don't think it's canon yeah but i don't don't care well it's got three covers so i'll just give you one of the other covers and you'll love it (laughs) is that what you're going to do yeah yeah um i was introduced to lizzie kaplan um my introduction to her was on master of sex on showtime oh that was my second introduction my first with mini mean girls yeah 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 she was the best friend in mean girls oh no shit yeah i saw i've I've been i've been on the lookout for her yeah Um, she was also i think she was in a show called freaks and geeks yeah she was in Freaks and Geeks? Yes. Wait, was she? No. Yes. No. Yes. No. I just looked it up. Oh, then yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what was that? What was that? There's a, a show. True Blood. Where they The were... class. No. Party Down. Party Down. That's what I'm thinking of. Party Down with Adam Scott. Okay. That's a really funny. And um, other people who are really funny. And they partied down. Yeah. Apparently. Uh, anything else before we split, That's gentlemen? they did on their show. Um, Constantine, real quick. I just reread the the 
year one through four of Injustice, and uh, Constantine shows up in there. Yeah. Right? Um, Constant, when did he become more or less like the Sorcerer Supreme of DC? I mean, I understand that Injustice is like kind of like right. its own it's world. It's an alternate reality. Its own little world. But it's still like Dr. Fate is there, and Dr. Yeah. Fate is still kind of like the, the big guy. But it seems to me, along with the whole like Justice League dark thing, that mm-hmm. Constantine is kind of like the seems to be the driver of like when did he become like the the big I would, I mean, magic he's not. guy he's not I, he never has been to me he kind of is like whenever they have a problem they do tend to in the things i read they go to yeah. him yeah he, well he, the reason i think they go to him is not because he's the best it's because he's the dirtiest right. and he will do the things that other people won't do he will make the sacrifices that the others. if they if it's if a if a Innocent person needs to be sacrificed for the greater good of everything. He will do it. But I think he'll feel call. bad, but he'll do it. I think Gwen's question is more like, when did he become the go-to guy? Whenever the writers decided they want to use him. It seems to me like even Vertigo. I mean, like when Vertigo, when he became part of the main DC universe, because he wasn't originally, right? No, no, he has his own. Right, because like, even in Sandman, like... I mean, well, technic- okay, yes, technically he was part of the main universe. But his stories took place in a pocket. Because right. if you remember, if you're going to technical about it, Alan Moore's Swamp Thing took place in the regular DC universe. And that's where, and that's where he had his first started. appearance. Right. He was created by Alan Moore mm-hmm. in Swamp Thing. Okay. So, yes, he, was, he is a part of that. But for most of his 300-issue run of Hellblazer, he was just, I mean, it also it mostly took place in London. Yeah, so right. he had a, like a, yeah. a world unto himself. Yeah, he's not from London, but he, um, a lot of it took place there. Right. Yeah. But right. he does tend to, I have noticed that too, that he tends to be the guy that people go to when they need I, magic stuff. I think people like to write him. Yeah. That could so be, anytime yeah. a writer gets on a book and they're like, can I bring John Constantine in? Mm. Blammo. Yeah. And then he, he does, you know, he did pop up in the zeitgeist. He did have a show. He had a know, show. He show had a NBC. movie starring uh, a movie. Yeah, uh, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. He had a Which cartoon. is kind of like a cult classic. Yeah. So, uh, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. He's got his bona fides. And he definitely is more interesting than Dr. Fate. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I think, you know, he's just a fun character to, to experience. That would be, seen that, okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Yes. Maybe not Greg Berlanti because he's busy. I uh-huh. mean, he, the man's obviously got enough stuff on his plate. Oh, uh, Len, are you about to say that they should give me an HBO Max TV show about John Constantine? Because I agree with you if that's what you're about to say. No. Damn it! They should do an <laughs> HBO Max TV series about Zatanna. Get the fuck... Well, all right. Wait. Oh, that means that, that Constantine could be in it. Yeah. All right, yeah. I'm in. That's what they should do. Yeah. Zatanna. Yeah, we've we never seen a live-action version of her, have we? Yes. Ne- she was in Smallville. We, so we've never seen a live-action Yeah, we've never seen it. All right, yeah. We should definitely... <laughs> we should get that going. Yeah. <laughs> Listen. The show is bad. Um, it's not canon. Yeah, I agree with you. I would, yeah, it's like Zatanna and Constantine together, like a like a duo show. But but you know, no, make it Zatanna and Constantine can just show up. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, because let's give her give her her, her own, due. I her know due. it's true, it's true. Yeah, and let Paul Dini write it. Yeah, yeah. Well, Paul Dini write everything. I like him. what. Here's the thing about Zatanna though. As much as I like when she shows up, mm-hmm. I could not tell you any main stories that involve her. Or any villains that she has. Well, she doesn't really have a whole lot of like. She doesn't like have a world into herself because right. she's never had. They just 
a long-running book. I think right. she's done like miniseries. But her miniseries have been pretty cool. I have a collection of them. Oh, yeah. I don't think you necessarily need like good, like uh, iconic source material. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I don't personally. Maybe this is just me, but I don't know any specific Doom Patrol series. Like I've heard of spe- like series, but I've never heard of like a specific Doom Patrol thing. It's like everyone says you gotta necessarily read this. Grant Morrison's yeah. Doom I was gonna what say I have heard Grant Morrison. Like, yeah, and and the concepts that they are pulling for the series are right. from, from Grant Morrison as yeah. opposed to Zatanna that you don't know what to pull from. But look, that didn't stop Arrow. They just co-opted everything from Batman yeah, for sure. that. So for Zatanna, I mean, that was his comic book too. So. So so for Santana, they'll just you know they'll pull from Doctor Fate. He ain't doing nothing with it on TV. That's true. Maybe and they neither don't need is Constantine, Constantine at this time. Aww. They don't need a Constantine. They'll just give Santana all Constantine stuff. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, she'll take on uh, what was his name? Papa Midnight. Papa Midnight. Yeah, yeah. She can take on Neron. Oh, that's true. Yeah, sort Blech. of like a demon. Neron. All right, don't you guys. Mean. I tell you what. My tummy is grumbling. I got to get out of here because I would like to get me some Brandon's home fried Brandon's home chicken, fried chicken and gizzards. <laughs> so the impetus of this, I don't know if we ever mentioned it on the show, is that Brandon, many oh, yeah. weeks back, just straight up brought us homemade chicken wings. It was home fried chicken and gizzards. And there was no gizzards. It was really just no chicken. But, uh, and there was salt and pepper. That, those yeah. were your seasonings. That was the ingredients. But they were delicious. It was good. It was very so, good. Yeah. So thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sponsoring this episode of yeah. Gotta Talk. You're welcome. I gave, you can give now I know why patrons. the show is like this if I'm sponsoring. <laughs> <laughs> Shoestring budget, y'all. Uh, all right. Thank you so much Yo, for joining us. What are your favorite Halloween things? Oh, Jesus Christ. Did we just, what? Not us. Oh, you're, oh, the people. Yeah, but by the time we get it, it'll be after Halloween. I want someone to tell me they love Halloween Town, so I feel validated. validated. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, if you out there love Halloween Town, we're not even going to tell you what it is. Or Twitch. If you love it, you'll know it. If you love Halloween Town, email us at copopgo at gmail.com or, or blacktribbles at gmail.com. Did you just say Twitches or Witches? Twitches. Ah, shit. They're twin, witches was dope. They're twin witches, JD. Okay, that's pretty funny. I like that. Witches. You ever see Witches, Len? No. Oh, it was scary as shit. But it was like a Disney movie starring Angelica. It was at Angelica Houston. Oh, really? As like the main witch. What's that? Um, they had the little kid trapped in the painting. That shit was haunting. Isn't the, uh, has that new show started on, I think, Netflix, The Witcher? Oh, oh, oh the one with uh, Henry, Henry Cavill? Cavill, yeah. Henry yeah. Did Cavill. Start, did that start yet? Cavill? No. No. I know Dark Materials starts on HBO soon. Yeah, that's Everyone real tells soon. me that's going to be awesome. I've never read any of those books. Me neither. Nor have I. Oh. You oh. see Golden Compass? No. Neither did I. Okay. Uh, it looks gonna, like it's going to be good. You mentioned Apple TV real quick, and I know we got to go. We were around. I don't know if I'm sorry. I did I? I'm not going anywhere. I don't know if it got mentioned on 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 on, on air. On air. But um, Apple TV came up. There is something that I did begrudgingly kind of interested in. And that is Jason Momoa's new series C. Interesting. That I saw like a trailer. Yes, C. S E E. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, it's a trailer for it. It's, I think it's like the, like everybody's blind except him or something like that. Uh, but it takes place like back in like uh, like it looks almost like Game of Thrones ish hmm. type of uh, atmosphere. Uh, that looks kind of kind of interesting. Okay. It lo- and it looks like they threw some money at it. So. How do I watch that? It's Apple on Apple Plus. T- it's Apple TV. Apple Plus. Uh, Apple Plus, whatever. What's Apple Plus? That's their new streaming thing. That's where Dickinson is going to be. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I'll tell you what I'm not going to be getting. Me, yeah. Me. Yeah. Oh, we did bring it up on here because I brought yeah. it up. Apple Plus. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I'm not getting Apple Plus. Yeah, because yeah, Dickinson's going to be there. C's going to be there. And so is The, the Morning, Morning Show. Show. 
with um, Jennifer Aniston and um, what's her name? Oh, uh, 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 Helen Mirren. No, no. Um, Jennifer Jason Lee. The, Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon. Oh, uh, Google about the raw. What? Who? Yeah, Google, okay, Google and Botha Raw is going to be on a, a morning did? show, too. She's real pretty. She um, was in Beyond the Lights. Um, which one? Where am I looking at? The black lady right there. She's a very, very oh. talented actress. I like. I also, love Steve Carell, Billy Crudup. Still don't care. It, it, it's a great cast. It, it's not enough to, to get me on Apple Plus. Exactly. But, um, right, yeah. Yeah, all right, well. Thanks so much for joining us, and we will talk at you later. Oh, wait, no, wait. You should go to patreon.com slash bat tribbles. Or no, black tribbles. Okay, sure. Go to black yeah. tribbles. And you can listen to Greetings from the Bat Base, my Patreon exclusive podcast where I review Batwoman, Arrow, and give you on updates of what's happening in Tribbledom. Yeah, and you can go to patreon.com slash Johnny Destructo and help us out. That'd be great. Thank you so much for joining us. And we will talk at you later. Peace.